What's up, Eagle Hackers? Welcome to the C.S. Joseph Podcast. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph. Today's acolyte question, how can ISFPs be effective leaders, right? How does that work? Well, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. Ultimately, ISFPs, you know, in a nutshell, like just from the basic perspective of answering the question, when you get to the basics, the basics are like, hey, they're just using their aspirational form of their, uh, of their subconscious, their ENTJ subconscious, able to take charge as a result of that situation. And then because they've taken charge, they're able to find out the most effective way to solve problems or lead people towards an outcome or a specific, or a specific goal. And that's what's really special about ISFPs when they aspire with their ENTJ subconscious. It's amazing. The thing is though, why is this even a thing? Why is it how it happened? One thing I've noticed is that it actually comes from expert intuition trickster in its mastery form. ISFPs, in my opinion, are literally the most creative of all the types. The most creative. And by being the most creative of all the types, the reason why is because they stumble around on their creativity. They stumble around being aware of all possibility. Every single possibility that could possibly exist. Which, get, which basically becomes fuel for the engine of creativity. And creativity is awesome. It's, uh, it helps make the world beautiful, especially when you have an ENTP like me with expert sensing demon who kind of hates the world, hates reality. And I do. Because the world just is not comforting to my SI inferior. So I have a natural enmity between myself and the world. A natural enmity. But ISFPs are able to take that enmity and get rid of it, basically, or relieve it or alleviate it because ISFPs are consistently bringing beauty into the world or at least exposing the beauty that is already in the world with their creativity. And they do this consistently. They do this consistently through their uh, expert intuition trickster where they just stumble their way upon possibilities. And once they find that possibility, that possibility basically turns into reality right in front of them and they see an entirely new opportunity to create and harness their creativity. Why does this matter? What does this have to do with leadership? Leadership is defined by a transferring of power. You who have authority or power, you are giving and sharing that power and authority with other people and you are effectively empowering them with decision-making power and then you are holding them accountable. You are holding them responsible for that power, basically, which is awesome. It's awesome. The thing is, though, is that under the directed leadership of the ISFP, sometimes those people who have been empowered, they get stuck. And when they get stuck, they're not able to get to the specific outcome that the ISFP wants, right? That the ISFP is ultimately leading them towards. So, what ends up happening, what ends up happening is like so much more. They utilize their extra intuition trickster to stumble on 
creative solutions, basically. And that creative solution basically ends up being how the ISFP leads people through their ENTJ subconscious while drawing upon the power of expert intuition mastery in order to pull that off. I think this is uh, incredible. I think that is, uh, I think it's amazing, basically. And I'm very thankful that ISFPs exist to be able to do that. Creative solutions in terms of systems, processes, ways of doing things, basically procedures. Because to an ISFP, they're really good at creating standard operating procedures. They're really good at creating lists, lists of tasks. That's like, hey, if I do XYZ tasks in this certain order, I'm always gaining XYZ outcome, right? And sometimes when they're dealing with situations where they create those plans or those procedures for other people, those specific people, they might get let behind or they might be confused. Well, I mean, when you're dealing with people, like not everyone's the same person as the ISFP. So those procedures are created ultimately with the self in mind, the ISFP in mind. And as the ISFP projects itself on other people, even with its ENTJ subconscious. But is that a bad thing? Is that a good thing? Well, it doesn't matter. Because when dealing with people, people have different archetypes, they have different types, different nurtures, different octograms, basically. So each person is going to have a different approach to the procedure that the ISFP is leading them down. Then the ISFP is able to create via creative solutions, via expert intuition trickster in mastery mode to adjust those standard operating procedures specifically with that person in mind. This gives the ISFP the ultimate adaptability due to their trickster function going mastery mode in terms of leadership. Adaptive leadership is just something that is entirely lacking in corporate America, for example. Because for example, like there's, there's, you go into like a corporation and you can just tell the type of culture that is within a corporation. You could tell. Take like coffee or whatever. That company is a very ESTJ, INFP, affiliative corporate situation. It's, it's, it's horrible. There is no freedom. Everyone's so focused on doing the right thing that they don't actually get anything done, right? It's really frustrating within their bullshit corporatocracy. But then you look at you know a company like mine, mine is extremely flexible and lightweight. Not saying one is more correct than the others because they definitely have their flaws. But the ISFP would come in, streamline everything, implement creative solutions with each person or at least each team in mind, mostly from a team-based approach, implement those changes, and then all of a sudden you have a well-oiled grease machine. Literally, as a result of the ISFP's creative solutions. It's always lame every time I see ISFPs who are just like, oh, I don't think I could be an entrepreneur, or oh, I don't think I could be a leader. It's one of the most frustrating things I have ever seen. It's like, it's like actually annoying. Like, like actually annoying. And I hate that. Like, I actually hate that about how they just 
choose to not believe in themselves. That is extremely frustrating. And I just wish ISFPs would believe in themselves as well as believe in their leadership capacity a lot more. And it all stems from creative solutions. But the reason why they don't get into leadership is ultimately their extroverted thinking inferior. They are afraid of what other people think of them. They are afraid that their opinion matters. They are afraid that no one is going to listen to them. They are afraid no one is going to follow their lead. The thing is though, is that their creative solutions, eventually if they can just hang in there and be patient, they'll notice their solutions end up having a proven track record. And that proven track record is ultimately everything. Proven track record. It's the most important thing. So keep that in mind. Proven track record. And it all comes down to extra thinking inferior. You have to keep refining your procedures. You have to keep refining your processes. You have to keep it flexible and adaptable for other people to use on a consistent basis. Because if you don't, you're going to have a lot of problems on your hands. And then you're just going to get deeper and deeper into your insecurity with your extroverted thinking inferior. But here's the thing. There's one thing you can do to fix that, and that is obviously read. Read books, especially business books, leadership books, and then your extroverted thinking inferior will become empowered. And through that empowerment, you'll have an extremely valuable opinion that you'll never have to fear whether or not anyone is going to listen to you or follow your lead, basically. And that's how it works. So, anyway, folks, thanks for watching and listening, and I'll see you guys on the next episode.